A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi there and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast and this is the second of these slightly alternative recordings I'm doing at the moment based on the kind of the crisis here in Great Britain. Um, Words I never really thought I'd find myself recording. Um, I want to delve slightly more into um, the ways in which this crisis is being uh, seen and some of the misapprehensions I think um, that are are prevalent. One of the um, tropes that is frequently wheeled out in the British press at the very least is a comparison between the great constitutional crisis or the the great institutional crisis uh, of 1629 when uh, the uh, king then, Charles I, decided uh, in order to um, deal with his uh, the problems that he was um, accumulating uh, and to uh, acquire um, easy access to wealth, uh, to uh, funds, to uh, prorogue parliament, which he did um, for... 11 years until 1640 when uh, after a disastrous war with the Scots uh, he had to bring Parliament back and get them to vote through uh, subsidies uh, to pay his debts. Okay, I think that at the moment the analogy is uh, perhaps partially right but largely problematic the comparison between the current Conservative Party uh, proroguing Parliament for five weeks in order to drive through um, a no-deal Brexit or whatever solution that they are hoping to bring about to the, the entire crisis. It's not that it hasn't got any parallels with 1629 or 1640, but it's got much clearer parallels with, for example, Erdogan's Turkey, uh, it's got much clearer parallels, obviously, with uh, Trump's America, and it's got much clearer parallels with the wave of uh, populist autocrats using popular nationalism 
around the world at the moment. That is the example that the Conservative Party is looking to. They're not looking to what Charles I did or didn't do in the 17th century. They are studying what they believe is a trend globally. And they would be right to study this because there is a global trend um, towards the eruption of uh, authoritarian populist nationalism all over the world. Uh, Italy has just narrowly um, been spared a a Salvini premiership. Um, In Indonesia, India, Israel, in America, in Hungary, in Poland and in uh, a a range of other countries, Turkey, um, around the world, all of a sudden um, electorates seem to be opting for authoritarian figures who uh, uniquely uh, believe that they are speaking over the heads of established elites, over the heads of bureaucrats, over the heads of elected leaders, over the heads of uh, the established media class, directly to the people. Trump's use of Twitter, for example, is, is a clear indicator of that, a, uh, an address to the people that seems to bypass conventional channels. Now, people blame social media. I think social media is only a kind of an enabler of something far, far deeper. Why is it in Great Britain um, that we seem to be facing uh, this phenomena of a uh, political leader like Boris Johnson, a a conservative politician who is acting in ways which are um, more befitting of, of a kind of like a nationalist revolutionary the whole point about conservatism always was, you know, the clue is in the title, that conservatism throughout the 20th and early the 19th century was sceptical of big ideas, looked to um, a patrician um, society for uh, its social model, looked into the kind of bucolic past as a a way of uh, trying to navigate the present and uh, the future um, and thought that change is a fundamentally bad thing. And when you consider uh, the revolutions of the 20th century and the violence that they engendered, there's a great deal really to be said for those who are sceptical of change. We now have a political party whose supporters are, and when polled, will uh, say that a no-deal Brexit, uh, this fundamental rupture with the European Union, which they believe will bring about uh, a newly remodelled Britain um, that they would like to see, that this is um, so uh, enticing that it is worth the destruction of the Conservative Party Uh, the permanent crippling of the British economy and even the destruction of the Union uh, and the loss of Scotland and perhaps even uh, Northern Ireland. Um, What they're speaking of is uh, an English national uh, revolution Um, and 
these are not these not representative of a majority of the population by any any stretch of the imagination, but certainly they have managed to capture the levers of power within the Conservative Party. Now there are a number of reasons for this. Firstly, this has to do with a kind of a deep crisis of capitalism. Um, the crisis of capitalism that began in two thousand and eight uh, and was not solved by quantitative easing by pumping um, vast amounts of fiat money into the British and indeed into the the world economy. Um, this uh, was uh, all that happened is um, neoliberalism has limped along on life support. Now, during this period, what we have seen is the beginnings of the breakup of globalisation. Um, it might be a temporary retreat for globalisation. Uh, it might be a permanent uh, fragmentation into more regional um, groupings of, of the world economy. But the globalisation that began in the 1990s following the end of the uh, of the Soviet Union uh, and continued until the uh, bankers' crisis of 2008 um, and relied on uh, free flows of uh, money, mobile labour markets and an expanding uh, labour market in the third world and uh, the ability of manufacturing countries like China to give the, third, the first world essentially a a pay rise by manufacturing lots and lots of cheap things that was derailed in 2008 and it hasn't really come back to life it hasn't become uh, a, a profitable entity and projected growth rates for the rest of the 21st century are pretty dismal so there are um two uh, wings to particularly British capitalism you might think of them as an industrial manufacturing capitalism and the financial capitalism the industrial manufacturing capitalism um, does not want Brexit, it does not see it as in its interests, it sees that it as the disruption of supply lines uh, of uh, just in time supply networks and um, uh, the flow of uh, goods and services in, in Europe, and it'll cause it all sorts of harm. The uh, disruptive um, financial capitalist uh, elements, those that are looking for chaos uh, in order to buy up and sell off distressed assets and to uh, short the pound, and all these kind of money-making wheezes which do virtually no good whatsoever to the uh, economy or to the population at large, but are able to uh, help uh, certain quite uh, sharp business uh, uh, figures with certain sort of sharp business practices to suck huge wealth out of the economy. They're the ones that will do very well. Now, these were traditionally uh, industry and finance, and of course agriculture as well, um, the uh, supporters of the Conservative Party. Um, the Conservative um, Party, the premier party of the capitalist class in Great Britain throughout the 20th century, now um, faces a choice. Which of these two um, groupings will it, it opt for? And um, Brexit 
forced this choice uh, because you can't please both of them. And so- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So um, the financier class has been embraced um, the uh, funders of Brexit, the funders of the of Nigel Farage's Brexit Party, and also donors to um, the Conservative Party. Boris Johnson has seen a, a kind of a, a, a huge inflow of cash into its coffers, into the Tory Party's coffers, just recently, on the understanding that he will bring about a hard Brexit. Well, they're, they're chiefly interested in um, avoiding the. Uh, EU tax haven regulations which are going to come in in January but in the long term as well a low tax low regulation uh, Great Britain will suit them but also one that has been um, uh, hit by uh, a wave of disaster capitalism Um, if you read Naomi Klein's brilliant book um, The Shock Doctrine um, one of the the points she makes is that at the heart of neoliberalism is the belief that societies can be radically remoulded when they are faced with an enormous economic shock or a military crisis or an environmental crisis or something like that. Uh, very quickly, the um, the deck chairs can be uh, rearranged and people are forced then to accept what is left. And this is essentially uh, another part of the the kind of the great Brexit gambit. Again. None of that has anything to do with the 17th century and it has an awful lot to do with the conditions that not just Great Britain but um, people around the world find themselves in uh, at the moment, uh, 10 years on from the world economic crisis um, where very little has been uh, actually uh, resolved um, and the way in which um, that economic crisis uh, was resolved was primarily to benefit um, finance over civil society. So the uh, example that uh, Boris Johnson is, is drawing at the moment 
is really very, very contemporary. Another um, element of that is permanent shock, permanent outrage. Johnson has looked very carefully at what Donald Trump uh, has done in America and has rather admired it. When Donald Trump says something outrageous on Twitter, when he tries to bring out anti-Islamophobic uh, travel bans, uh, when he uh, makes offensive comments about women, all this sort of stuff, it rightly enrages his opponents. It creates this huge um, uh, culture war in America where uh, one side... A liberal side says that's homophobic or Islamophobic or something else. And then Trump's uh, angry base, sick of kind of uh, metropolitan liberal intellectuals telling them um, and talking down to them and telling them that they're bigots, even though they essentially are. Um, they react with furious anger and they support Trump even further. The real action happens when Trump's supporters, the you know the Koch brothers or whoever else, uh, receive um, legislation that is to their their liking, presidential uh, decrees which are to their liking, tearing up environmental regulation, uh, labour rights, and all, all these sorts of things. Um, everything else is a kind of a, a sideshow designed to draw attention away from these fundamental points, and but designed to create endless culture wars and i suppose this this really kind of speaks volumes about where we are at um, you know 10 years after nine ten years after the the world economic crisis in that western democratic leaders now instinctively understand not all of them but quite a few of them instinctively understand that the key to success is Outrage. The key to success is to be able to create as much chaos, as much crisis, uh, as much madness, as much anger as possible. And the tools to doing that are right in front of them on a smartphone. Um, if a British politician appears to be more incompetent, more foolish, more imbecilic than any of their predecessors that can actually be um, interpreted as a, a positive thing for uh, that particular uh, politician's position of, of power. Because, sure, they will outrage their base, they will outrage their opponents, and their base will come to support them and say things like, that's just Boris being Boris or Donald being Donald. Um, and the... Uh, base that instinctively identifies with this individual that they know from years and years of TV. It's interesting that the number of people um, of in in these sorts of positions, Trump, Johnson, um, uh, and others, who have been essentially entertainers before this, and perhaps the one way of looking at all of this is that there's some kind of toxic overlap between. Uh, reality TV and the realities of of politics, um, and the, the kind of the the all pervasive uh, reach of twenty um, first century media has had some huge distorting effect. I'm, I'm not sure, but the um, the fact that these uh, figures are 
uh, often kind of household names or they have been uh, names within a particular niche subculture. Bolsonaro, for example, in uh, Brazil is another another classic example. Their um, brand with their base um, is recognisable and identifiable and relatable uh, and people uh, seem to like them on that basis, you know. This is somebody that talks and thinks and speaks like me. Well, the reality is, of course, that's not not true. These are people who are embedded within elite class power uh, and privilege and don't speak like ordinary people or live like ordinary people uh, at all. Uh, but they uh, affect uh, a sort of like a, a certain down-to-earth-ishness or roots-ishness um, in, in order to kind of connect with them. And they wouldn't be the first politicians to do that by uh, a long shot. Uh, George W. Bush um, pretended to be this kind of folksy, down-home, cowpoke um, individual is really who's uh, kind of a member of a, uh, a uh, American political dynasty and has had the best education money can buy. And similarly, Ronald Reagan, who uh, certainly had far more claim to being from relatively humble origins, uh, played the kind of uh, American everyman. Uh, and the, the reality is, is, is really quite different. So that kind of um, we we when people talk of there being a sort of like a populist or nationalist international, I don't necessarily think that international is a a kind of a concept that can ap- apply here because um, unlike a, a socialist international or international. Uh, where there are essentially shared goals of uh, solidarity beyond borders and all that kind of stuff. Um, Here you have um, uh, national actors who are actually incapable in any meaningful way of showing solidarity to one another whatsoever. And the, the speed at which Trump is actually able to turn on Putin or to enact anti-Russian policies if it suits him uh, is quite revealing. There is a kind of international understanding between all these autocrats that there is um, a, 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 a something to be gained from modelling each other's behaviour and uh, something to be gained from having sympathies with one another to the extent that each is helping the other to deter democratic processes in their own countries or to um, actively stamp them out. So uh, in this discussion of, of the kind of the re- report from the coup, um, I suppose the, uh, the thing to, to look at in Great Britain is the, the coup itself in its wider international and historic context why it is um, part of the British ruling class is looking to um, deter democracy to use a Chomskyan term uh, and to in order to drive the British economy off a cliff and also where they get their inspiration from and as I said it's not really to do with the 17th century it's to do with the 21st 
Anyway, I hope you found it useful, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Thanks, and all the best. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.